2: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. I know, I know, it's still tough to get over Sunday. A lot of us are still upset. A lot of us are still going into work on this fine Tuesday morning scratching ourselves, scratching our head, (laughs) scratching ourselves, pause, scratching our heads, wondering what happened. We will recap that again here tonight. Multiple film breakdowns from AYS over the last 24 to 48 hours. Uh, Carter, the power Bryant, who will be joining us at 730, posted his own film breakdown on YouTube. It's not as bad as it seems, especially offensively. You got to execute better. But I want to say this, as we do have a big show in store for you tonight. Whatever you do, do not miss the first 20 to 25 minutes of this show. It is, if you're an LSU football fan, it is the message that has to get across to every LSU fan on planet Earth. It has to. I see the tweets. I see the, the the media talking about win a game to Brian Kelly, and maybe they will show up to the press conference on time. I see it. I, I see some of the slander to players that have no business Catching any amount of slander. I see coaches taking slander. Some of it justified, some of it not. We break it all down here tonight. Guys, the season's not over with yet. Don't jump off the ship. Hang on to that son of a bitch. If anything. We'll tell you here why tonight. Don't freak out because the Rafinos rants we're about to go on here tonight, in my opinion, is going to be the most legendary. It will be, in my opinion, even though this is the 531st episode since we've been back over a thousand episodes, to me, even more than Troy. Even more than the Troy loss. This Rafinos rants means more than any of it. Any of it. So stay tuned for that. As I mentioned, Carter the Power Bryant will be joining us at 730. We must move forward that we will. Week one recap. We'll continue to recap what we saw over this first week. Florida, Utah, Georgia. Auburn, we'll go around the SEC on this recap as well. It's also Saints game week. We'll start talking a little Saints. You guys know, if you've been listening to this show, I'm not talking preseason football. I'm not doing it. I'm not talking about a guy that got cut catching a touchdown pass. I'm not doing it. But we will talk a little bit about it here tonight. And also, as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag AskBlake if you have your thoughts, questions, concerns, Fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, hashtag AskBlake, and Pooh Bear and Zach will get them up to us as quickly uh, as possible. So uh, before we do start, I want to thank everybody who sent their prayers, thoughts, concerns uh, for my dad who had a procedure this past weekend, Um, had a little heart concern. He's better, much, much better. He's going to continue. You get better every single day. So everyone who sent your thoughts, prayers, concerns – we greatly, greatly appreciate it. I do got to make it up to Zach, um, who I was supposed to be on there Friday or Saturday. I don't remember, uh, but I'm going to make it up to him. Um, that's for sure. So so st- tune in to the Tigers Avenue podcast soon. Uh, we'll be there. Let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get started. OC on YouTube says, Jaden is a leader. Talked about picking up Kayshawn. And was first to Malik after the mistake. Proud of that young man. Thank you so much for the 499. And I agree. I promise you that's going to be in the Rafino's rants. I promise you. Your anger is misguided on your quarterback. Fully misguided. Took a lot of ridicule during this offseason of me saying that he was the better quarterback at the current moment. He would have to be QB1. Don't jump off the ship of Jane Daniels yet either. You're going to need him. <laughs> God bless it in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're going to need him. Our Father with art in heaven. You're going to need him. All right. So since we do have a lot to get to, um, let's do this, guys. Let's go ahead. Guys, I appreciate the prayers. Roderick Dugai. King Ulysses, uh, all of you guys, thank you so much um, for joining us. Brian Richard, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all so much. Um, it was a rough It was a tough weekend, man. We were Me and my dad were watching on the hospital TV, uh, Arkansas and um, Cincinnati. Then we were watching, um, what was the big game? At three, another one at two thirty. It wasn't Florida Georgia, was it? I mean, Florida, uh, Utah. No, I think that was later in the evening. I forget. Oh, Georgia, it was Georgia. Georgia, Oregon. So <laughs> it was fun watching college football from the hospital. So it was, it was very interesting. <coughs> very, very, very interesting. All right, so let's do this. We have a lot to get to. Let's pay these bills and then we'll get started. You wor- you cannot miss. Guys, please, you cannot miss this first 20 minutes, but let's do this. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. I see so many of you joining us live right now on Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Hit the like button, hit the share, share to those groups, share to your own social media pages. Guys, we're closing in on 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Massive jump on YouTube here over the last couple of months. Subscribe, notification bell. Also on XM Radio and the TuneIn app. Like, subscribe, rate review, all that good stuff. And always, always, as we put up a pretty big piece today on the message board, ayssnetwork.com. Go there and subscribe for $7. All right, guys. Let's pay these bills. Talk about Bet Online and GM Varno and Sons. It's GM Varno and Sons. You can go see them over in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Guys, we will be back in one minute. Don't miss this Rafino's ransom. Pooh Bear No. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. Tell him you're a good friend. Play Ruffino, sit you on by. All right, so listen, I see a lot of these and a lot of these questions. Um, Paul Bats says, Polian is Kelly's Panamski. No, he's not. Derek Panamski can never coach special teams. Jay says, do we see Malik fielding punts ever again or not? Nah? Well, Brian Kelly addressed the media today um, and stated that the second one was on him. He called for Malik to be back there. Right? Thank you, Thad and Rodney and Thad again for, for go find your mom now. For all of that and and look, he was the one that specifically talked about bringing Malik neighbors and leaving him back there. So you got to come to a point where and he put the blame on him. Blame's not on him. Malik neighbors is going to be fine. Now, do you trust him on punt return? I don't know. Let's see what happens this week. That's not a part of this Rafino's rants. Because, guys, I see you on Twitter. I see you on Facebook. I see you. I see you when you add us. I see when you when you comment on the player's stuff. And speaking of commenting or DMing players, if you're the absolute dumbass who DMs a player to kill himself, you need to check yourself and go to therapy. They were in our mentions saying that about kids. Better yet, better yet, this is a game. A game. LSU, as much as I love LSU, As much as we've built this company from the ground up, there is absolutely nothing that will go on on a football field where you should say something about that. And that's the society we live in, Twitter warriors, Twitter gangsters. You would never say that to their face. First off, shame on you. You need therapy. Serious therapy. You have severe issues. That's not what this Rafino's Rance is about. Here is what I'm saying. And here is what I want to say to every LSU fan across the world. Not in Louisiana. Not in the remote Excess areas like Houston, where there's a lot of alumni, not just North Louisiana, not just Mississippi and the Gulf Coast, go from here to Mobile. Shout out to 251. Every LSU fan has to hear this. Guys, do not jump off this Brian Kelly ship. At all. At all. Were there some things that were disappointing? Yeah. Yes, but Brian Kelly is still here for a reason and one reason only to win nannies and graduate champions. That's it. You really think he wasn't getting compensated well at Notre Dame? Do you understand how difficult it is to pick up when you're building a mansion and you have an established program like Notre Dame to come to LSU? You think that he's just here for the money? He's here to win natties. That's it. We, in losses, focus on so much of the negative and don't look at any of the positive. We don't look at the last-minute drive that was, was called perfectly. We don't. We don't look at the fact that you had to generate turnovers and turnover on downs to remotely be in the game. What we normally do is is we blame the quarterback, we blame the head coach. We did it literally a season ago in firing Ed Orsborn, which was warranted, and Ed Orsborn literally said that today. He, Ed Orsborn said, "Yeah, I slipped." Scott Willard and I are still friends. I understand it. Jane Daniels didn't lose you that game. Jane Daniels should have won, well, could have won you the game if special teams weren't such a bad issue. I saw comments today fire Matt House for what? Giving up seven points in the first half? Even if Florida State converts on two field goals. Guys, you're going into the halftime only down 10 and your offense can't generate anything. I hear fire Mike Denbrock when you have wide receivers running wide open, but Jane Daniels doesn't have a chance in God's green earth to get the ball to Jack Best on on an out route. This is not me calling out players when I say this. They're gonna execute better. You have receivers running wide open. You have Kayshawn Booty in the back of the end zone. Ball hits his hands. He comes down with the ball. He's gotta, he's gotta catch it. Going back and looking at the slant, he's gotta catch it. Are there times that Jane should have got rid of the football? Sure, sure. He's, there are multiple times that Jane Daniels had guys wide open. He should have stepped up in the pocket and threw it. It wasn't a lot, but guys, in the first half, when he's got four drops or midway through the third, and he's got four drop passes, and he's getting literally and figuratively running for his life. He's not the issue. Blake, they are in prevent defense in that last minute. Who gives a shit? Do you understand how hard it is to go 99 yards and get a tutty? Every time I hear that. I want to say 99 yards and and, and the problems, Jane Daniels isn't one. Some would say he was always good in that drive converting six out of six passes and running for another 30 yards. He was always good like grandma's cookies. Guys, we have to execute better. Here's why. Ed Orsron, Brian Kelly, Jake Peets, Slinger. If some of you don't know who Slinger is, that's Steve Ensminger. Bo Pelini, Dorote Jones, Dave Aranda. Countless amount of position coaches. Brian Polian, Greg McMahon, Kevin Falk, Frank Wilson. Did Frank Wilson just become a bad coach? You have had a plethora of extremely, extremely good coaching. And I'm not calling out the players when I say this. I really, that's not my intention. Guys, you got to execute better. At some point, you got to draw a line in the sand. Here it is. Nobody crosses that line when LSU lost to Troy and Devin white got on the plane. And as Joe, as uh, Devin white explains when those airplanes doors closed, he stayed at the front of the plane and got on the microphone and said, guys, we're not leaving this bitch until we beat Florida and kick their teeth in and they did at some point the line in the sand's gotta be drawn and I think Brian Kelly's drawing the line in that sand he's going to remedy this if you feel as if that you want to jump off the Brian Kelly ship right now go right on ahead it's your prerogative, but you better not hop back on that thing when we're making the playoff. He's going to be fine. You know, the guy that on Twitter, big game boomer, I've been on the show. I like the man. I, I really do. I think he's a good guy. But he says Brian Kelly's out of his element. He's, uh, he's out of his depth. Really? Because he lost to Florida State in the dome? Bud, they play Florida State a season ago and won in overtime. What do you mean he's out of his depth? Stupidest take I've ever heard ever. You got to draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. On the, and we'll get into this with Carter Bryant, who did the film Breakdown. We're going to go step-by-step step on what LSU can fix. Guys, it's easily fixable. Some of it, you've got to go get more personnel. Some of it's not fixable. But when the offensive line gets surged in the running game, you've got to hit the right hole. And that happened over And over,
3: and over,
2: and over, and over, and over, and over again. You cannot, you cannot take one play and post it on Twitter and say, this player's the problem, this coach is the problem. And that remotely goes down to the absolute, the absolute crazy takes that I'm hearing about Jaden Daniels. Guys, he would, if the extra point goes through the uprights and you go into overtime, he's going to win you that game. Here's another thing. And where the line in the sand started to be drawn last night or Sunday, Here's where I saw the line starting to be drawn. Jaden Daniels and Brian Kelly were the two men that drew that line. Guys, do you understand? I don't care it's prevent. They went 99 yards in 80 seconds to give you the chance to win. We're not going to lose. You know what it tells me? That team's got serious grit. There's players on this team that want to win more than they want to breathe. I think Jayden Daniels is that guy. I think Jarae Jenkins is that guy. I think Middle League Neighbors is that guy. I think Will Campbell is that guy. I think Miles Frazier, Dellinger, is that guy. I think Anthony Bradford is that guy. Even though Cam Wire was messing up at right tackle, I still think that he's given everything he's got, and he fell short at times. But he was competing. But the lackadaisical stuff can hurt a locker room. When you get off that bus this week, and God bless Southern, God bless them, the first time LSU will play an HBCU in Death Valley, the first time that Southern will be at LSU, God bless them because the truth of players and leaders in that locker room you got to draw the line in the sand and say i'm done losing we're too freaking talented mason mason smith towards acl it stings it hurts i hate it from the young man if my fat ass could get my fat knee up here enough i would see you the two acl injuries that i've had on this left knee it sucks It sucks. But at some point, at some point, and Brian Kelly warned us of this, guys, by the way. The winning and losing doesn't always dictate how the season goes. Can this team fight? They showed that they could. Let me also say this. I see a lot of the comments coming in. Let me also say this. And I want to be cautious (laughs) how I articulate this because I don't know if my mind and my heart can transition the words that will come out of my mouth to hit the point across. If you want off the ship, get off it. Don't come back. Because like the Vikings. So I don't know if you guys ever read like history books. I'm a big history nerd. I don't know if you ever read like how the Spartans would go into battle, how the Vikings would go into battle. Guys, they would get off at an enemy's territory and they would burn their ships down and say, there's no way out. No way out. You got to go into Southern And with all due respect to Coach Dooley, I love Coach Dooley to death. I really, really, really do. He is one of the best men you'll ever meet. Coach, LSU's got some anger issues they got to let out. They got some anger issues that they got to let out. Guys, you start SEC play next week with Mississippi State. You got two weeks, two weeks to figure it out. Here's what I know, though. Last season, we lost to UCLA, right? Y'all remember that game? Sucked. Ass. Stunk. You were in the same situation, and that team didn't fight back. Team had no will to fight back. Would you agree? No will to fight back. Auburn, they were met with the same situation. Arkansas. They were met with the same situation. Alabama, they were met with the same situation. A&M, they were met with the same situation. They only won one of those games. You're going to win two of those four, or three of those four. I promise you. I'm going to make a bold prediction. You ready? Here it is. LSU is not going to lose another game going into Tennessee. LSU's not going to lose another game going into Ole Miss. And for by all means, if you do, by all means, if you do, give them hell. Make them know. As, as Herman Boone, the legendary, well, it wasn't Herman Boone that said this, But as the the great movie of Remember the Titans said, make them remember the night that they played LSU. You can talk about missed passes from Jaden. That wasn't the... Guys, Jane Daniels can win you nine games like that. Like that. And I think it's wild. I think it's wild. that we went from he is the most inaccurate quarterback or inaccurate quarterback on this roster to he's our savior. Well, guys, he's not Jesus Christ. He's not your savior. But he gives a shit. G-A-S. He gives a shit. I'm calling my shot. I'm calling my shot. Am I probably going to be wrong here? Sure. Sure. But if you're listening to this, if you're a player and you're listening to this, draw the line in the sand. With every meal you eat, with every rep you take, with every film study and film that you watch, draw the line in the sand. Because quite honestly, everybody else around the country is doing the same exact thing that you are. Draw the line in the sand. Pooh Bear, make the shirts. Draw the line in the sand. It starts with me. Go full Devin White, Florida. Go full Joe Burrow, AM. I'm not off this Brian Kelly's bandwagon train yet, and neither should you be. Okay. I have just gotten word from the Almighty that Carter the Power Brian is here. Where is he? I don't know. <laughs> here I am, here I am, how do you do? If you have kids, you know exactly what that song is. You know exactly what that jingle means. (laughs) All right. So Carter, the power Bryant, um, did a film breakdown. Let's break it down. What are LSU's issues? What were their positives? What can they fix? What can they not fix? I put a lot on Carter's plate, but he does guys. If you're not, if you are not watching (coughs) Carter's film breakdown, what are you doing with your life? we get to him next. Let's go to our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com. Guys, we return in one minute with, honestly, the film GOAT, Carter Bryant. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products ...that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived. And completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's dgramcode.com. Use that promo code AYS25. We're back! I hear the laugh. I didn't see the mouth moving. Pause. What's up, buddy?
3: What's up, man? Good to see you. Still on the road here getting to do some family errands here uh, and uh, still at auntie's house, man. I love staying at auntie's house, man. There's nothing better than like I've walked uh, open her fridge. We just had dinner um, and about to spend some more time with her as well. Open the fridge and there's just this big white porcelain pot in there. And it has like <laughs> those little blue flowers and like the
1: oh, last yeah, thing baby. on top, man. Yeah. And that,
3: And it has a napkin or like a towel underneath it in the fridge. And it's just it's just there. It's just glowing. The fridge light is we just destroyed some shrimp pasta together. And she's so excited. She is a Southern Jaguars grad. And she's getting to go to her first ever LSU game on uh, Saturday with uh, my parents. And uh, really excited about that. But I know uh, we're here to talk about the current team. Good to see you, Blake.
2: I have a buddy, Carter. You will find this interesting. Speaking of you staying with your aunt for the current moment. Um, he grew up in West Philadelphia, believe it or not. Born and <laughs> raised. The crazy part, the playground, like you mentioned, was where he spent most of his days. All right, they don't need to hear all that. They're here to hear about LSU. All right, so Carter, I watched I broke the game down myself and then I went and watched what you were what your film breakdown. We had a lot of the same comparisons. I guess my question, and I'm putting a lot on your plate here, and I apologize. That's fine. What was the biggest concern or problem that you saw this past Sunday?
3: Yeah, so first thing, Blake, I always say this during like film breakdowns and all that. I respect the players and the coaches. We don't have the same information. We don't know how they're coached. We don't know how... There are uh, there's all kinds of different adjustments that happen during games and during practices. So understand anything that I say that comes off as critical or whatever. It's just objective. Like it's not none of this is personal at all. Right. Um, but but there's a lot like there, there, there is a lot that needs to get fixed. Now, you and I had a, a private phone conversation. I've said this on your show and I've said this uh, on my own channel and. It's, it's, it cost me some subscribers that I thought this was a seven and five and eight and four roster. There was a lot of holes on this roster and, and you can attest to this Blake Friday night. Um, uh, you and I had a long conversation. I, I told you that over the phone and there's a lot of things that I was worried about. And let, let's start with the biggest elephant in the room, which was the offensive line. No, um, no. Yeah, it, it's just not a good unit right now. Um, I think cam is being put in a, in a, in a tough spot, uh, it, it, this has just shown up throughout, you know, his career when he's gone up against guys that are going to play in the NFL. It's tough. Jared Versus is going to play in the NFL for probably a long time. Number five, the defensive end. Their entire defensive line is probably all going to get drafted. Love it. And/or. Love
2: it could be a first round potential.
3: Yeah, Love it and uh, Fre- uh, Love it and Cooper. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, th- those guys are going to play a long time. Um, and, and those are the kind of guys that, that Cam in his career struggled with. If he's going up against someone that is at his talent level, he's fine. But when he's gone up against the really good ones, he's had he's issues. Oh, hey, Auntie. Oh, you might be Oh, thank you that so much. so good,
1: Carter. Oh, look,
3: you're, you're on with like a. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, hey, Auntie. Would
1: you like a smoothie? No, what, I'm you,
3: okay. You can, <laughs> <laughs> look at this thing, man. In a frosted. Huh? <laughs> oh, uh, man, uh, this is better she, than Sonic. I'm telling you. Thank you so much. I really it appreciate it. Thank you, you so Don't much. She that
0: limited twang. Yeah, she,
3: she, she, so I will I won't okay, look. I won't I, I didn't I didn't know that was happening. She had no idea. I didn't tell her that was gonna be online. I told you. I told you, man. So so she so she is a proud oh, Jaguar. Hold, she hold on, stop, not, uh,
2: stop, stop. Dog, that might be the funniest moment in AYS history. (laughs)
1: Auntie's
3: house, baby. I love it. (laughs) This thing is this thing is is, in the words of Dion Cole. In the words of Dion Cole, this thing is thicker than cold peanut butter. (laughs) Look at this. I can't even get it through the straw. There's so much thickness mixed in here. Uh, uh, Dude, no. when she said
2: when she said it got that twang, I love it. <laughs> Man, best so, moment yeah. in AYS history. Okay,
3: but look, she's, she is going to be decked out in her Jaguar Nation, and uh, she is super uh, duper excited about getting to cheer on her Jaguars. So, look, I uh, you know her being a Jaguar grad, I have a lot of friends that are Jaguar graduates. Of the human jukebox, my so if you go to my Twitter profile at Power Hour LSU, oh. I will become a fan of the Jaguars if they play neck this Saturday. I hope they play neck in Tiger Stadium.
2: Well, and they uh, don't get they don't get fined for doing it.
3: Yeah, they don't. So right. they're definitely going to do it. But anyway, um, truth be told, it, there there are some issues on the offensive line. I think everybody could see that, right? Um, and and I like Cam. He plays really hard. It, it's not. He, he's not giving lackadaisical effort and he is the perfect number six guy um, that that can help your offensive line if you need someone to step in for a few plays but i was uh, I was a little shy when I went with him as he started my tackle right so it's it's hard uh to um you know see what's going to happen with the offensive line moving forward but you know he he had a tough time and i wish him nothing but the best and i'm cheering for him i hope you know i always cheer for louisiana 3 stars but it w- it was a tough go at it for him um lsu's running back room uh, has some issues right now and i don't think it's just a john emery thing i think i agree i i i, I think overall this room struggles to make people miss um I, this room is a little ordinary, and, and that's fine. You can win with the ordinary running back play, but you know at some point it does help out if you could have someone that just makes something happen on their own. Um, Noah Kane is the best of the three that we have right now. He's a really good clutch, short yardage back. That is something that he has done throughout his career. Uh, had a game-winning run against Iowa, Wisconsin, and Auburn in big spots at versus Penn State, and he had another big one for us uh in, in this past one. But overall, th- this running back room is just is just ordinary right now. There's no one out there that is a game breaker. So you don't have a great offensive line. You don't uh right now have um and, and it's not just Cam Wire, it's the entire group, right? None of them really played great for me. Some of them played worse more than others, but it still just wasn't that great overall. Um and, and the running back running the running back room is 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 ordinary right now. Obviously, you know Blake. The, the the big thing here is 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 the Jaden Daniels thing, right? Are there some throws that should have been made? Yes, and I'll give you a few specific ones. Big miss, Jack Besh in the first half. Uh, that that should that should have been completed. It still was tough. The pocket wasn't the absolute cleanest. But here's a good thing about Jaden Daniels when he misses throws. A lot of the throws that he did not make, he ran. On the ta- He ran, and he ran it successfully. Right. But here is the issue with it. And Brian Kelly, who knows 10 times more about football, he brought this up as well. Some of them were designed. Some of them were designed. And in the long, Mm. you you do have to start completing some of the passes. Defenses will adjust. I thought Mike Dimbrock overall, Blake, you then get to to an even bigger question offensively. Did Mike Dimbrock... Call a good game. Saw so a th- lot of people. Go ahead, call go ahead. No, no, you, you, no. I want your thoughts on it.
2: Uh I thought he called
3: a really damn good game. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I do. Um, if I were it A, B, C, D, I e, give him F, a B. Whatever. I get a solid B. It was mm-hmm. a solid B performance. Now, should he want to quicker stuff a little earlier when the breaking down? Yes, I do think. Knowing some of the issues that were that were clear with our offense, there were some very intricate play calls that you can see forming. We just don't have the personnel right now to get the job done with that. Um, but he called he called a good game overall. He did. And once again, I've never been, been I've never been between a headset as a play caller. It's an extremely difficult thing to do, especially offensively. Mike called a a good game, especially his first game at a new school. He was fine now some adjustments that showed up on the duquesne film that kept popping up throughout when i was re-watching this game over and over the middle of the field was was open a lot now look this is very important blake and this is the most important thing just because you see someone open uh running wide open doesn't mean that's where the football should go correct so the way that okay so you didn't play quarterback i didn't play quarterback but this is just how it is right Quarterbacks go through these things called progressions, right? But sometimes you're not supposed to go through all of your progressions. So if your first progression is semi-open, you throw it, okay? Sometimes those—
2: A.K.A. the slant to DeRay Jenkins off the pressure.
3: Yes. So the second—your second read sometimes can be more open— But as a college quarterback in particular, if your first read is semi-open, that's where you go with the football. It's hard to know if the second guy is wide open. But something happened throughout the game, Blake, where it felt like the second or third guy would be wide open. And a lot of times it was a slant over the middle. I counted, I believe, three-ish times where that was the case. And we adjusted a little too late to that, I felt. And there were some plays that Duquesne ran where they had guys running wide open over the middle and they didn't adjust to it. And Florida State was just giving it to you. And we we didn't adjust to that quick enough in my mind. But overall, if 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 I were to say who really stood out coaching wise, I thought Mike called a fine game. It's a solid B. Could it have been better? Yeah, it definitely could have been better. Now, you know, Blake, there's a defensive side of it. Um, You know, I spent so much more time on the offensive side of it. I thought House was fine in his first game. I thought on early third downs in these third and sevens, third and eights, third and nine situations, I felt we could have been a little more exotic. I think we gave away too many easy completions just by the way the defense was set up, but sometimes, Blake – the other team has a quarterback who plays his absolute best game. And while Jaden played really, really, really well, you look at QBR, 84 QBR. You look at EPA per play. Uh, according to Cover 2, which is an analytics site, he was number one this uh, in total EPA. He was 100 percentile in EPA per play. Um, there was a lot of advanced stats that showed that Jaden played well. The one thing though is that the analytics don't atta- account for context. And a lot of those stats were accumulated in those final few drives as well. So you have to factor in all these different things. But, you know, to wrap up this entire offensive side of the football, if you were to grade Jane's performance, it was a B plus. It was it was a B minus, B plus. It depends how heavy you weight, a few missed throws here or there, right? Mike Dimbrock's performance, it's a B. OK, but if you look at the other aspects of the game, offensive line, it, it, it wasn't up to standard running backs. It definitely wasn't up to standard like, you know, some famous running backs at LSU. I know some. Right. We, we weren't where we needed to be with, with that. And our wide receiver play, obviously, that was not Kayshaun's best day. Uh, you know, some of those were drops that, that were on him. But if I were to say something, Malik played a fine game at wide receiver. Brian Thomas Jr. played a fine game at wide receiver. Jack Besh did some good things. Okay. But Jurae was the best player period for us this past Sunday night. He was nothing short of sensation of sensational. And this guy is putting together quietly one of the clutchest wide receiver careers we've ever seen in LSU history. Um, game back-to-back games, Texas
2: a- he's caught game-winning touchdowns or potential game-winning touchdowns.
3: Right? It's insane, right? Game-winning touchdown versus Texas A&M. Game-winning touchdown versus Florida. Game-winning touchdown versus Arkansas in 2020 with TJ Finley on the road as a true freshman. Um, touchdown in Kansas State with Jerray Jenkins at quarterback. Um, the, the 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 guy just finds ways to get it done. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback. Um, it doesn't matter that he's not like the absolute fastest guy in the world. He knows how to run routes. The final route on the final touchdown is one of the grossest routes I've ever seen in crunch time in a big moment. He didn't rush it, and he juked the guy. He chalk outlined him on the field. I mean, the, the, the dude's ankles are still in the supernova. It was that beautiful. <laughs> and, you know, he is putting together quietly one of the best careers we've ever seen, a young man from small town. Gina. Uh, Gina. And uh, he was a three-star recruit and came in the same recruiting class as freaking Jamar Chase and, and Terrace Marshall and still wasn't afraid to be in the class with those two studs. And this is the third consecutive year. It's crazy where, you know, he just kind of got slept on. And you hear that term all the time, like, oh, I'm slept on. I'm being slept on. This is the third consecutive year that Jerray Jenkins was slept on going into this year, and he's once again producing at an extremely high level.
2: I agree with you on two major points. Well, th- all points. Here's, here's my biggest things. <clears throat> when the offensive line got surged, the running backs have to hit the hole or b- bouncing outside. Carter, I got to be honest. I am more aggravated when you get surged. Buddy, use your speed. Yeah. Right? Like, get to the outside. Like, do something. Hit the hole. That's number one. I agree with you across, about the cross the middle of the field, okay? Like, I, I, I've told you that, but I'm not going to get on Jane too much when pressure's coming from yeah. all over the place. That is the, when you're getting pressure and you're moving, the worst place to throw the football is over the middle. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Essen- yeah. Essentially. I mean, if you can't see the safeties, you better, <laughs> yeah. you better tuck it and run. Here's the biggest thing for me, and, and like you said, just being objective, not calling this guy out, Carter. You got to catch those two passes in the end zone. I, I, I t- to me, okay, oh, Sean. Yeah, yeah Kayshawn. So, yeah. WBRZ. I was watching Matt Trent, our good buddy Matt Trent, and he did a piece. He played the fade route in the end zone. Okay, that lemonly twang. I, I see you. We see it, Carter. The the D B does not touch him until he hits the ground. Right? Like, doesn't touch him. Okay. Those plays win you football games in crunch yeah. time. Um, those are the biggest things. But offensive lines gotta be better. Yeah. They just have to be better. My biggest complaint is I don't know if LSU can line up at the current moment and run the ball for seven yards on a good opponent. And that is my – Carter, and here's another thing. As crazy as this sounds, sometimes you've got to go under center to help out your tackles in the running game. As crazy as it sounds, things get more tighter under center. Things develop quicker under center. You get the snap quicker. You're able to get the handoff quicker. Maybe you can make a crease quicker. We'll see. Defensively, 11 of 15 on third down. That is abysmal, okay? Yeah. You got to be able to find ways to get off the field. That's my biggest thing. What says you on the defense?
3: Yeah, so defensively, I – I, you know, the elephant in the room, it's always personnel over scheme. And when you lose Mason Smith, that's big. Um, You know, I, I, I go back to this play in the game. And, look, you know, I've had conversations with you about Ollie about Gay and – you know, that was such a critical, critical penalty, okay? And here's why Here's why it's so big, okay? And this is, you know, the difference. I, I didn't play football at a high level. You played at the collegiate level. But anyone that's played football before or has just played a sport, right, it doesn't matter what kind of sport, when you hit – when you do something dirty to the opponent, when you hit them, it, it – there's something that happens to a sideline. There's something that galvanizes that other team. And that was a concoction of bad momentum right there. Number one, there was a one-handed catch on a perfectly thrown ball. Number two, it was a touchdown in the Superdome that put them up by two possessions. Number three, if, and I got to shout out Cajun Panda. He's one of my patrons in in the, the PHL Discord. He brought this up and I can't quit thinking about it. If Ali Gay would have lifted his arms up instead of, you know, leading with his head, if he would, have you know, his arms are, are so He'd, long, he would
2: have batted it down.
3: Even if he would have, even if he wouldn't have batted it down, it would have affected the throw somewhat. Um, but if you just lead with your head in there, there's, you lose your, your, your biggest thing, which, which is your length. And you could also hit the arm on a follow through and, cause that ball to float up in the air and it could be an interception or whatever. So it was so many different things in that one big play. Now I know Ali Gay apologized to Jordan Travis, but that just showed you the magnitude of it. And another thing was this was Matt house's biggest strength. His red zone defense was really freaking good. And that's where you need to be the absolute best. We, he got a lot of unblocked pressure. Greg Brooks early in the game. Forced a, a, a long field goal that they missed. Unblocked pressure with Ali Gay through the B gap. Interior A gap or B gap pressure is the absolute best kind of pressure you can get if it's unblocked, especially with a good freaky athlete like Ali Gay. And you know he, he did what he did, and I, I felt bad for him because you know he's a good guy. But he you know, is
2: an exceptional young man. Exceptional. You feel you feel
3: you feel bad, and uh, you know if you if you bat that ball down. It's, it's a totally different game. It's a totally different game. But overall, defensively, Blake, I do think the personnel is fine. I do think you can get through the season with the personnel that they have. But I am not sure if any one of those three units are exceptional per se, which is okay. The more important side of the football is the offensive side of the football, and that's the side of the football that you know we should really focus in on. I I thought Madhouse, you know, if I you know were to give him a grade, it would it would be C probably, probably a B, especially okay. you know your, your your first game. I I would probably I say you give him a C. Okay, I, I I'd, I'd say C plus B minus somewhere in there. He he'll tell you. I mean, you know, just based on you know what I've heard from other coaches and and whatnot, he he does work really hard and he really wants to be really good at this. So, um, you know, he he I I, I thought there was some really good exotic stuff he brought back. Uh, a 2011 staple, the the three two six Mustang, uh, which was a very interesting wrinkle early in the game, and that is a really difficult defense to, to 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 block. And I don't know if that's where he drew it from, but that's what it looked like uh, to me, and it was it was a lot of fun to see. So I, I'm higher on Matt House uh, after one week. The tackling's got to get better. Um, tackling's always going to suck in the first game. And hopefully that does get better. So I do feel better about Matt House moving forward.
2: Um, can we go back to this WBRZ tweet very quickly? Matt Trent says Blake gets to- uh, gets called for targeting every day. Targeting them sweets. <laughs> 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 it's not that funny, Carter. I like, a good, funny, Carter. You, no, I like a good dad joke, man. Uh, but like Matt it. gets targeted for that hairline. Anywho, um, Pooh Bear uh, Pooh Bear has some. Y'all need to- Y'all need to read this. All right. Let me throw this out there because there's three phases of the game. Okay? Offense, defense, and special teams. Oh, I'm okay with the offense to an extent. Right. I'm actually kind of okay with the defense to an extent. Carter? What the fuck? (laughs) I I, I mean... (laughs) I get I get putting Malik Neighbors back there again, as Brian yeah. Kelly talked about today. I get it. He's a special young man. He's a special athlete. Carter, the field goal, the PATs, it came from the same place. In-game adjustments, I, I understand it. But is there not a human being that has a pulse in that sideline that gives a shit about actually stepping in and blocking? I... Uh, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that playing just not – is that not want to? That is, to me, the most – I want to win and punch somebody in the mouth play of any of them.
3: Let let me me say this about special teams. It is a very – I'm sorry, this phone is blowing up. Uh, That is a very coach-specific thing. And the truth is, this is kind of like one of those things where – you know, whoever was following, you know, Joe Burrow, it, it wasn't gonna be the same, right? Who Bubby Brister taking over for John LA, whatever your 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 analogy may be, Greg McMahon was really good. Like he was really, really good at his job at LSU as a special teams coordinator. Um and that was a that was a brutal opener for Brian Polian, right? Look, everybody likes Coach Polian. He has immersed himself in a Louisiana culture. You see the photos at Mardi Gras and AMAR, and, AM and I I think he's Fine, but you know he would be the first to tell you that that was unacceptable. Kickoff return was miserable. Obviously, the blocking on the field goals were miserable. Everything was very miserable, and that it's got to get fixed. And look, to add on to it, this is—you know—I know this is going to be a firestorm, and I know I got to get out of here, but I, I will say this one thing: you got to go for two in the win in that spot, especially knowing your special teams are struggling in that spot and you know that on other plays your extra point and field goal blocking wasn't good right it wasn't just the two that were blocked Seth Galina had a really good tweet about this there were were other uh, protection mistakes that were were being made and you know it's it's one of those things where if I'm playing bad for a full game and we're horrible our protection is bad the trenches have I would been a call, the call the same play call the same play Jaden was making you a lot of plays you're telling me I you're telling me that I wouldn't coach my best game two of my best defense alignment are out of the game we're not moving the football all that well throughout the game we can't protect worth a lick and I can have one play looking percentage wise you look at fourth and two and fourth and three percentages and fourth down percentages, that number floats around 40% conversion rate. So you're telling me a near coin flip chance with an offense that is rolling. I'm telling you right now that defense that just saw Jaden Daniels light him up. And yes, they were playing prevent-ish kind of defense. But as a defense, if you go for two, I am fearing the living daylights that we are about to Florida State this game again. And the two-point conversion and not actually sticking the foot on the gas pedal and, and putting it on their throats is one I cannot quit thinking about, Blake. And that's a funny thing. For me, Blake, As it, just me as a person, I'm not an end-results-based person, right? I, I believe in the process. You hear that word all the time. We did not have good process. We did not play well enough to win. And you're telling me I have a 40% chance on one play with – the ball is going to the guy that's arguably been the MVP of my team, Jaden Daniels, and my wide receivers were playing really well on this drive. Kayshawn had his best catch on the drive. Jaree had his best catch on the drive. Malik had his best catch on the drive. Malik started the daggum thing. he got his—he got decapitated on on a slant and his in twice. his twice, twice, and and Malik was playing well. That that I I am just an aggressive person when it comes to football, and I I felt that. BK could have absolved all of that just with one decision and just live with the results. Um, But, but we decided to go conservative and and kick the extra point. I'm behind Brian Kelly. He's my coach. I I, I want LSU to win, but you know, I I think, I think you go for two in the win in that spot.
2: I think uh, Carter, one more thing and I'll get you out of here. I I think ultimately, and I told you this today, if they would have had a timeout, that's why the cam wire sack is so crucial I think if they have a timeout, he goes for it because I think Brian Kelly's too smart not to know that, right? Like, I don't think that Brian Kelly is, like, not smart enough to realize that he needed to go for two in the win there. But, Carl, let me ask you this before we get you out of here. Last question. Do you believe that some of this, if not a lot of this, is fixable and LSU can find their way back to seven and five, eight and four?
3: Yeah, I, I think if, if everything were to go your way, the hardest thing to fix, Blake, is, look, Brian Kelly should have coached a better game, and he's known for being really good at between the headsets and being disciplined. That's going to get fixed. I. It's tough for me to believe that Brian Kelly doesn't know what he's doing and he can't find a way to get our team moving to where they need to go, right? But the simple truth is this. There's so many holes in this roster, Blake, that need to get fixed for us to get back to that mark that with the other quarterbacks in the SEC and how good all the other teams looked, um, I I have a tough time believing that we can get to eight to nine wins. I feel right now seven and five would – I would be thrilled with seven and five right now, and I know that – feel I feel like I have to go take a shower after that. But right now <laughs> – That I want everyone right now to ask themselves that that question. If that wasn't your team out there playing, and you saw the issues that we had in all these positions, you would be saying the same thing too. If you, if you, you know, we're all LSU fans here. It's tough. It's really, really tough to think anything else at this point.
2: Carter, if LSU wins nine games this season, will you get your aunt to make a gallon full of that lemonade, <laughs> um, um, and will you will you let me pour it on you with all that lemonade, lemony twang?
3: Yeah, why not, man? <laughs> pour pour that sugar on me, man. This thing is once again it's it's kind of it's kind of festated a little bit. We got some more consistency now. I can actually like suck it through the straw.
2: That's just, pause, pause, pause.
3: I don't I don't mind getting. I, look. <laughs> I, I am like, here's here's one thing I will say. Okay. There's a lot of people that are watching this right now who do not give a flip. And I mean a flying flip about film studies. Okay, they just don't. They don't they, it's either the game or whatnot. So if you don't like my film studies, there was something that happened during my halftime show. I won't say what happened. So I, I was I was on location near the Superdome, right? Did a show at, at a fun place called Stuppies and it got the, the halftime show got pretty wild. There were still we still had some PHLers there. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think I showed you this either, Blake. No, I'll you show. Did I, 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 I did not think that this ha- would happen on my live stream, but it did, and uh, the, the views went up. That's all I'll say. Uh, but uh, but I appreciate you letting me come on and, and share all this and share some of our uh, private conversations that we have uh, publicly. With all your uh, lovely viewers. And yeah, let's go, Tigers. Turn around. Come on, Cam Wire. You're the next Orlando Pace. Don't listen to me. Go out there and prove. I, I, I'm trying to motivate Cam <laughs> if you're watching this. Uh, I, I prove know. Prove all this wrong. Huh? All uh, right, buddy. Uh,
2: Thank uh, you so much. It's Carter Power Bryant. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk next. Well, me and you will talk probably tonight, but we'll talk to you on the show next week. Thank you, buddy.
3: All right, buddy. Uh,
2: that uh, is uh, Carter. The Power Bryant, let's do this and then we'll bring in the producers. Let me tell you about my good friend over my good friends over at Frey Constructs, Fry Construction and Dirt Services site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition. They literally do it all. Get, go see them today at 161 West Maple Street in Eunice or give them a call at 337 457 5100. That's 337-457-5100. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. Okay, our final break. Let's talk about our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. State Farm. The producers join us next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Boy, the chat is really giving y'all a workout today. The next, the last thing I saw is Ed O got banned for five minutes, and Lars got banned. Is Lars banned eternally? Do we have to ban Lars eternally? I didn't see it.
0: Uh, I didn't click on that. Guys,
2: come on, y'all got y'all got y'all killing me, man. Y'all y'all losing your mind.
0: All right,
2: don't, is, don't lemony, all the players, man. is Lemony Twang the funniest thing that's ever happened to AYS outside of Paulshub.com? For um, sure.
0: Uh, for is, sure. I, I, I'll say this. Shave your cat is probably still up there.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. hold yeah. on. Hold Shave on. your cat is still up there. I forgot about there. that. I hey, about Pooh that. Bear, let me tell you this. I think I find myself hilarious, and most people don't find me hilarious, but I think I'm funny, which all that really matters Mm. I forgot about shave your cat.
3: <laughs>
2: that might be the funniest shit I've ever said in my life.
0: I think the whole the the holistic just 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 wholesomeness of of Auntie coming in with the with the with the with the smoothie is like,
1: and then she, oh hey guys,
0: it's got <laughs> the lemon and twang, and it was just, I, I lost it. I, I lost, lost
2: it too. I lost it too. Okay. After watching Carter's film breakdown, after you guys got to see the game again, what are y'all's thoughts? We'll we'll kick it to you first, uh, Pooh.
0: I didn't watch the game again. I may not ever watch that game again. Uh, <laughs> um, I did. I, I'll say this: I watched that last drive again. That last drive was phenomenal. Uh, you watched Carter, the good part. Yeah, I watched the good part. Uh, Carter's breakdown is is excellent, though it um it really puts things in perspective. Uh, we always talk about. Um, we always talk about um, seeing things. I always mess with Chris about seeing things, surface value, and as fans, we do that a lot. And Carter's film breakdown like strips all that away. So,
2: well, it, it yeah. strips down the way that you guys. We got to get a running back that can find a hole. Okay, and, and look, yeah. no pause, no nothing. All right, you got to be able to find the hole. You got to be able to bounce that bitch outside. Here's the truth. Again, I put this on the message board this morning. G A F. you have to give a F. Okay. Sometimes it's about, I want to run this dude over. Okay. And we got to have more of that. I don't want to see this little tiptoe ballerina shit. Okay. Sometimes you got to hit the hole and that's not me trying to be critical. It's just the truth. I know for a fact that those coaches and Frank Wilson is saying, bounce that bitch outside. Bounce it outside. Guys, he
3: could have scored.
2: <laughs> Zach, we kick well, it that, to you.
3: Well, I, well, real quick, that brings up a good question. Do y'all think when John Emery comes back, no. does that change anything? No. I mean, let me,
2: let me say it like this. It could, but we have to find a way to line up in a general formation and run the ball for seven yards. Guys, uh, uh, Trevor Atien for Florida, okay, we're talking about week one, and let's go around week one. Trevor Atien has that, okay, busting it outside and and, and tiptoeing down the sidelines for 20, okay. There are many guys that have that it factor. But look, let me tell you this. I got ridiculed, and you guys know this more than any, when I said Florida with Anthony Richardson would be good, okay? Hendon uh, Hooker, okay? Guys, he didn't get worse, okay? Will Rogers throws the ball 3,000 times a game and doesn't throw a pick. You, when we break down LSU, and I hope this goes into next season, when we break down this team, you have to look at everybody else, you can't look at just LSU and say we're LSU anymore and we're going to just beat the shit out of everybody. It doesn't work like that. Okay? That's that's my two cents. Zach, we kick it to you. Well, to go –
3: stay on the lines of the running backs, something I thought during the game – I mean, I think a lot of people thought this. thought this is why are we not running the ball more? Why are we trying not to establish the run more? And I think – The coaches knew that because of what the running backs were showing. They were showing you that they were not capable of hitting the hole and busting it open and bouncing outside. And so you saw a lot more of a passing game. And I think even in today's age, it makes more sense because, as you said, Will Rogers is throwing it 3,000 times a game. You know, maybe that's something with the personnel that we currently have in the running back room that Mike Denbrock and them are going to have to do. You
2: guys know – And this will be the last comment for the night. You guys know, and I said this about Will Campbell, I don't like true freshmen coming in and saying, that guy will start. You know that that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. I want to see them come in and do it before I anoint a high school running back, wide receiver, DB, D-lineman, whatever it may be. I have to see it. But I will say this, and I, I hope this challenges some people. Caleb Jackson at Liberty would have started last Sunday for LSU. And mm-hmm. I have, I I I have every thought in the world. Because here's the thing. He's got whatever that is in his heart. He's got it. Just throwing that out there. All right, guys. We will see you again tomorrow. We have a new time for Thursdays. We'll be going live at 6 on Thursdays. And Zach, you have y'all show tonight at 8.15, correct? That is correct. Huh. I wonder where my invite was. Nevertheless, (laughs) peace out, Girl Scouts. Zach, you're suspended like Ed O in the chat. (laughs) We'll see you all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
0: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast,
1: People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.